All right. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Mental Threads Podcast. This whole interview process kind of came out of nowhere. I'm here with FaZe. He's an artist that currently is going to NCCU along with me. I am also an artist. You know, Toasty ESV, you know what it is. I also got July. July, is your rap name still Illusion? Yep, Illusion. Okay, yeah. Say it in the microphone. My rap name's Illusion. I-L-U-J-S-I-O-N. July Berry, y'all. Part of the Men's Achievement Center. And this is FaZe right here. Hey, what's up? It's your boy FaZe. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, really everything. FaZe and C, F-A-Z-E-N-C. A part of Azus and uh, hey, As Us, my fault. Part of As Us Records. I'm here, uh, Central Student representing Fayetteville, North Carolina. You know, if you want to follow the label too, As Us Records, you can follow us at Azus Records, either underscore or not. I'm high as hell because I've been saying yourself for like the wrongest way for the longest time. I've been saying Azus for the longest hey, hey, time in my head. Hey, bro, trust me, you're not the only one, bro. It's, it's like the way it's spelled is kind of like, you know, it messes with your brain. So it's kind of like the way we pronounce it and the way we word it is hard. Because it's, it's, it's really called niggas not nice as us. You can't really say that. You know, like NWA niggas. Because it's like to, to the side. Yeah. So, okay, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. That's like abstract. That's different. Yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah, obviously. Yeah, That's definitely. mad cool. I thought it was like a Jesus thing, like Jesus, but it's nah. like, you you know, A's, it was like, we're the chosen people. Nah, y'all can't mess with us, like, y'all not nice as you, literally, like, you feel me? From from me to, like, the oldest artist on there, I'm, and I'm the youngest, you feel me? The whole, you know, like, you ever see that episode of Spongebob where it's like, the people are just kind of sitting in a meeting and everything? Like, I might have to have another board meeting, because it's like, my whole thought process is off. Definitely, very definitely. So, very. Oh, yeah, and like, uh, speak for yourself, uh, July. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying he went to a hoarder don't you all so I didn't really expect oh, yeah, that yeah well you can follow me uh, on Instagram at July underscore no underscore Y J-U-L-I-I underscore N-O underscore the letter Y Mm, come on! Man. I really hope they remember that. I, I'm gonna just have to just tag you. I don't know. I, I was gonna get off Instagram, but I'm just like you know, it's just I like, might as well just come back just to drop some podcast episodes. I'm trying to. This, this will be like my 17th episode. I'm trying to reach 50 before the end of the semester and everything. Ooh, God hoping. Geez, oh yeah. I can do it. Like come on, this, hey, this episode right here. I ain't gonna say you can't. I ain't gonna say you can't. You definitely can. Hey, you set a goal. You reach for it. Hey, it can be done. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And I know we got two other people in here. It's like I don't know if y'all artists either or y'all just just here having a conversation. You got an artist right here and you got a producer right What's here. What's good, y'all? Nino Jack. You can follow me on Instagram at OG Jack Two A's. Oh, OG Jack with two A's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Emphasizing he's original, a gangster, and there's two A's. All right, that's nice. All right, cool. What about you, sir? What's going on, man? Y'all, it's J Bands. Turn me up, J Productions. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at underscore J Never Quit. Turn me up. Jeez, I think I met with you another time. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we need to work hard. I've been slacking so hard, man. I got hella beats on my laptop. I'm not using any of them bitches. Like, I swear <laughs> to be. It, it be like that, bro. It, it definitely be I like know, that. Bro, I, I know, bro. I got like four projects, like, just waiting right now. I literally have them on me right now. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, at least you're working. At least you're working, man. What I'm telling you, man, it's just you know what really gets me. It'd be the ads on Instagram and Facebook. It'd be like, yo, free beats for five, and I'd be like, free beats, sure. <laughs> just like I don't know. It'd be like Halloween with them dang and the beats and everything. Thing I get on my nerves is the Instagram beats. It's like I get people DMing me all the time, and then you get the beat. It's like. You want to take a chance with people, but it's like, man, I keep taking my chance. It's like, y'all keep making it harder for people. Like, bro. No, the worst thing for me is I never organize it at all. So it's like when they send me the beat, I don't even know who a producer produced it. And, exactly. then it, it. and then when it's like when I actually did my mix, I'm like, damn, who the hell made this beat? And I have to do an investigation. I got to Google like the name of the beat. And then it's like when it pops up, nothing pops up. And it just be like, who made this? Definitely. And ain't ain't no answer. You know, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you get this free beat, da, da, da. You get the beat. Do something with it. Like, oh yeah, 
So it's gonna be like twenty uh twenty dollars nineteen ninety five um plus tax like. You just it's said free, free. And, that, and that's not even for the beat. That's just for you to lease it and use it, oh, so they I'm can saying. sell it to another person and get another twenty five for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, yeah, you got hey, to hustle some way. I don't blame him, but at the yeah, same I time, don't... damn, nigga. <laughs> I didn't think having too many beats was gonna be my problem at this stage. I thought I was like, oh, cool, too many beats, and it's like, oh, snap, too many beats. Yeah, Who made all these beats? beats? You, you just got a whole a whole folder, a whole file of like a whole bunch of beats. You don't even know. Which one to play or whatever, whatever. You just keep making beats, you know right. what I'm saying? Whatever come off the dome. Shit is really, really scary. And you really be visualizing like the art too. Right, like yeah. like I be thinking about like I got five some projects. I'm already having on the top of my head. Just like I like I know I got a project thinking like the next one I'm focused on is one called Sincerely and everything. Okay. And it's basically gonna be based on a letter I wrote to myself. Just like all my anxieties and yeah, stuff of that nature. Really. Just like, you know, my future self. Like right. I did something like that because I was like really like in a weird stage, like a couple months back, you know, right. and I heard like a manifestation technique where you email a, a letter to yourself in the future. It's just like I'd be just like, hey, don't worry about nothing. Nothing. Everything's gonna be just fine. You're gonna be in a much better place in the next couple of uh, and by this date and everything, everything's gonna be just right. And so I just write like I base that whole tape is gonna be based on that, you know, um, on that letter basically. So it's like it's just gonna be eight songs or seven. It just depends on how right. things go mm-hmm. and how my finances look for the next over the next month and everything. And then it's just like after that, it, it leads up to um. Another project yeah. called the Rediscovery and everything. It's like, I think I need to show y'all like what the covers look like because right. I feel like you're really yeah, gonna feel yeah, like yeah, the covers like, when yeah. I get the time. Hey, but that's it's a like, good idea too. What you yeah. said, man. Yeah. Email yourself something positive, man. Go back to a year later. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might have to do that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I ain't do no a, mic. Do a schedule set and be like three years later. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about three years, man. That's gonna. I don't even know if I might have the same like like. The same, uh, what you call email, it, uh, email. Yeah, it's right. being like, well, who sent me a damn email? Right. Myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. You be thinking, oh, you're in the Matrix. Like, oh, my God, they're coming. To- or Looper. Yeah, right. that was the movie Looper. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, snap, Looper. Them niggas looping to get me. I didn't right. watch that movie. I just know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it's like. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, um, yeah, but yeah, the rediscovery is going to be 16 tracks. And it's just really going to be just really just looking into, into myself and everything. I'm trying to do shadow workbooks. I can really help, like, really just read discover yeah. myself and it's not gonna be like a class type stuff right. you know like like it's really i'm influenced like by lauren hills like uh yeah. the education yeah. yeah. so it's like so my cover really kind of looks like that too. Hey, ladies if you do not know that one you are in bad trouble and you need to go find yourself right now, now. yes you need to learn about that thing <laughs> that thing, that thing. Yeah, hey, why, why I say it like? Hey, that? nice wonder said if you have not heard lauren hills album you need to go hear it right now ladies y'all are tripping it really, it really is an experience to listen to, for sure. For yes. really, yeah. Yes, it is. No, no, I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> uh, We really need to say something. If you want to see something, just, just put your finger up. So, like, this is why I know. It's like, because like, so I can't just be like, is he going to say something or not? But it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's going to lead into another project. going to be my main project uh, next year, hopefully. It's going to be called uh, Magna Sum Laude and everything. And it's just going to be, I'm really going to listen to a whole lot of, like, Nipsey Hustle, like, Meek Mill type, you know, motivation. It's just like, okay, this is when things come full circle. This is going to branch off, like, the rediscovery of like okay now you've rediscovered yourself this right. is like you're gonna channel all that you know about yourself into your next project right. yeah this is gonna be magnus and light into life as a general uh, life in general it's just like you know it's just your mate your achievement thing just living life is like an achievement as a whole right. so reaching overcoming your fears and everything that's gonna be the magnus some lot of you it would be like magna come lot i'm gonna just right. put something because i just you know that's whatever crazy. anyway but yeah yeah um honestly that as after magna some 
Life as a general might be a dope ass title. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just my, my project after there's gonna be no more tomorrows. Uh, it's gonna be uh, six months into that year, and then uh, it's gonna culminate with like uh, no, no. It's gonna be tomorrow has come, and then no more tomorrows. It's just gonna be all motivation, That's just like fine. get up your ass. Right. You got to do this. Yeah, so it's planned out already. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I got like enough beats for years and everything. It's about just putting the work in. Like yeah, I swear, yeah, it's taking the time out to go ahead and put it out there. That's I'm right. feeling like Scrooge McDuck with this name <laughs> beats. Like I mean, like, like I'm gonna do like oh snap, but. It's like, uh, but it's like, yeah, for sure. Oh, snap! Is another you trying to jump into the podcast? You just, you just, you just see it. Listen, oh, you just dabbing people up. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, love dab people up. It's no problem. <laughs> it just, it's just like I don't love, know if he wants it's to. Love, it's love. You know, it's love. Like you want to say something like you? Let me tell you something about my polo mask, right quick. I thought he was gonna say some shit. Like that. I even know. Hey, he, hey, that's hard, bro. He's always that. fly, bro. No, he, he just be low key about. He be I see. Oh, I just looked at it, the kicks too. I just looked. He's up, like the yeah. flyest one here. I'm like, dude, if you want to be a Route 21 model, just say so, man. Just say that. <laughs> But it's like, but for real though, it's like, drippy, low key. He just like, he just be chilling. Hey, that's how you know a nigga out. got money. All right, but let, let's get into the real. Most subliminal fly shit ever. Exactly. You don't even know what it is. Like, right. oh yeah, this is just polo. But, <laughs> but let's get to the real parts of this podcast and everything. I'm gonna just start off and everything. First question and stuff is just, what really led you into music as a whole? I'm gonna start off as, uh, start off like with me, just to kind of set an yeah, example. Right, right. But it's like, yeah, me personally, Toasty ESV, that's me. Um, Liberian Toast Crunch. Follow me on Instagram. Um, it's just like what led me into a world of music is I really went through a very hard time in eighth grade. You see, I was bullied very very maliciously and it's just like it was like you know because i'm a big black dude so right. it's like I, even as a kid you know kind of heavy set so it's like i went to a, a predominantly white school and right. everything and it's just like you know i'm african and stuff like that and i'm like my mom uh, i don't want to say she made me go that she kind of did she made me go there right. and everything because she just wanted me to get the yeah, best better, education yeah, i could and, all your parents and, do. and i and i can't hold it against her at all at it, the same time but it was just a whole lot of stuff going on you know they can't really come up to you like physically or right. whatever so they try to make up all types of rumors and everything and it's just like it, I won't really go too deep on everything that went in with that but it was just it was just a very horrendous time and how I would cope with it I would write a whole lot of poetry and everything and it all started like with 7th grade um, when I was listening out nothing but Tupac like on my mp3 play. I didn't know how to put extra songs on my mp3 it was just like for some reason that was the one CD we had Right. Was like I don't know why my mom had, had like like a Tupac city like the greatest is like I, you like country music why why you got a Tupac city and it's just I thought she was a Biggie hey, type everybody person. Everybody likes Tupac though. You'll be amazed. Tupac gets the most love out of everybody. I don't care. Yeah, everybody loves Tupac. Day. Yeah, till this day, bro. Yeah, Biggie Tupac all the time, bro. I, I still don't know what really led to her having that CD. I feel like she might have like I don't know if she boo like it. She which, didn't boo like it. You said which one? Which album? It was the greatest hits, but it was this oh, okay, too. Okay. This yeah, too. Okay. You know, and it was just like so I had. Brenda's got a baby. Oh, I had a uh, troublesome. I had right. live and die in L. A. Oh, what yeah. else, what are the songs I had? And it's just like um changes all these yeah, songs. Yeah, okay. So it's like you know when I all this I would listen to. I'm like I would say I would say his name was Tupac. Tupac. Oh yeah. Tupac. Yeah, I love Tupac. And it's like this is before I saw rap as being like you know a big huge thing. I thought it was like you know like just like commercial like ludicrous with the videos right. and Missy Elliott. I thought it was just like comical mixed with just like you right. know dope rhymes and stuff. But I didn't know there was so many dimensions to it. Definitely. I feel like. Tupac really shows so many different dimensions to rap. Like it's not just about being having money and like fucking bitches. You know, although it does be like a right. big aspect of it. <laughs> it's not about all of that. It's also about giving messages, giving voices to the voiceless. Like this is us. We are here. Brenda had a whole child. I would listen to that and I would visualize like, wow, this kid really went through a whole lot. You know, and it's just like you know, our I sister did. really, really went through a whole lot and everything to be going through this at that time and everything. So like, Tupac really kind of welcomed me in the door. That next thing you know, I was 
it's just writing raps just to make fun and everything, and just to laugh and stuff like that. And next thing you know, like in career class, they asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I didn't know what to say. I had two options, professional wrestler or rapper. And <laughs> right on the rapper just seemed like, it just seemed like, you know, something a lot I said, like, oh, I want to be a professional wrestler. So I want to be the WWE <laughs> champion or something like that. I'm like, no, I want to be a rapper and everything. And it's just like, it's like oh, what? So you rap? And I'm like, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it was just like a lot of what I've written was just like funny, jokey type stuff. So it's like, yeah, sure. You got a little bit of laugh in uh, careers class, Miss Lucas's class. Um, next thing you know, I was writing for that class all the time and I'll perform in like in that class. I would yeah. just stand up and write, do whatever, uh, perform whatever I've written, you know? Next thing you know, I was getting bullied and stuff like that. So that was my way to cope and really channeling all my all the negativity, the energies from home, everything. You know, my father going to the Caribbean and everything. So I couldn't see him in any anyway. It was just it was a lot, you know. Right. So that what led me into hip hop. Hip hop is like where I see it's my salvation. You know, that's my or that's my redemption. That's like where I rediscover myself as an individual. And that's what really helped me. And so that's what inspires me. Um so it's like I'm passing on to face <laughs> what do you think what what what, what would inspire you to get into rap Ooh, same thing you said uh just life like you said like um like i was i was talking to these guys earlier uh i told them i think i, I wrote my first rap like sixth seventh grade and um that was around the time obama got elected and like i wrote i told him i wrote it to impress a girl and it was like impress a girl and then on top of that i was always freestyling with my buddies and stuff like that in the class and we joked around about really taking it seriously and then eventually we ended up making a little group and then like i said that 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 slowly transitioned into making something that i didn't really know was re which really was like be becoming an artist which i am now and um yeah probably like 25th 2016, I really started like taking it seriously. I started going to the studio, started learning how to make music from the scratch and like writing my own songs, figuring out how to flow, say stuff. And then, like, yeah, to where we at now, it's just, it was just been a long journey, bro. But like, I, I've been rapping for like about seven, eight years. And, like, sure, I, I it's, I'm finally starting to get good, you know what I'm saying? Like, finally. And it's like, took seven, eight years. And it was like, it yeah, it takes, it takes time, man. bro. And like, I was telling them too, back then, you know, it was easy for people, to, artists to get on, because it was like, you got Nas, like, getting on at 18. You got like, uh, like what's the Wu Tang and all them? They young, bro. They 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 in the industry young, and it's just like, damn. Like, how can I how can I do this? How can I do that? But it's like nowadays that's changed. You know what I'm saying? You do got a few artists that do. You feel me? Get on like the YBN Cordes, or you got um Lil Yachty. It was a couple and other pro era too. Like yeah, pro, era definitely too, yeah. pro era. Joey Badass, them boys, Capital Steez, all of them. Definitely they them. That, that's a hidden gem. That was a time period, and it's crazy. Yeah. Say, why you speaking of them? I was in a bad time. I lost my buddy uh yeah. junior year. And um yeah, I was, and I won't even like I said, I didn't really start making music until I graduated. And they really inspired me to really start writing my own music again and like that really Joey Badass, like dude, Capital Steve. Capital Steve was my favorite, yes, bro. R. P. Capital Steve. R. P. Capital Steve, man. But it was like, yeah, when I discovered them, my um it was just like my whole world and my music ears is just like wow. It, it cut back on and then like J. Cole dropped Born Center. Oof, boy. Born <laughs> Center. You, got, you get a mixture. It was just good music around that time, bro. So it was just like, man, um, I think it was 2012, 2013 around that time. But yeah, bro, it was just like, man. Yeah, that's just how I started, though, man. I ain't want to take our head, talk our heads off, but yeah, that's just a little story about how I started. No, no, I don't blame you, man. Cause looking back at your origin, you really think like, dude, music really shaped my life to a degree. Yeah. So yeah, you can't even apologize for even right. going on. So this is a whole podcast, like right. you know, just say whatever you got to. Let's see how much time I got. Let's see. Uh, let me just double check. 
it would be some shit if this shit was not recording at all. <laughs> like, I would have been like, oh, damn. But it, but it was recording. It was recording. And it's pretty good. Um, But it's like, uh, yeah, you know, inspiration is just, it, it always starts from like a time of youth and everything, trying to find yourself and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, I feel like that's what, I feel like that's what the theme is right now. Um, So it's like July, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Mr. Illusion, say. Yeah. Um, Funny enough, I actually started rapping because my older brother was rapping, like, um, I got introduced to, you want me to, you know, just... No, actually, that'd be nice. Man. Okay. Um, <laughs> just keep it close to your face. No, it's like, because he was just like... No, 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 I feel you. Just keep it close no. to your face. But, um, yeah, no, I started rapping when I was... I started rapping because I saw my older brother doing it. It was, it was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I saw him doing it, da, da, da. He was rapping way before I was. Um, the first track I ever did, because I'm like, hey, I want to rap too, da, 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 da. And he was like, okay, cool, let's do it. We went to the room. I recorded my first song ever. It was a freestyle. I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And like from there, I just kept going. And I listen to it back now, and it's hilarious to me because one of the lines that I that I do remember is that just me like dissing Soulja Boy. <laughs> I didn't like him. Wow, I'm not saying I didn't. No, like because at the same time, well, like. The first to get dissed by his wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Soulja Boy is the first. Very first. You can claim but, uh, that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. But yeah, um, like. Ever since yeah, ever since then I've been I've been writing, um, been rapping and whatnot. I grew up I used to have, okay, so we had an Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And like you know how you used to have like the CDs that can burn on the Xbox? Mm-hmm. My older brother had like mad CDs up right. there. Like some reggaeton, some um some Lil Wayne, right. Nas. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. It's because of that. That's the reason why Godson is probably my favorite Nas album. Right, right. But like one song in particular I can off of that shit was that was like my favorite fucking song. I memorized every lyric. And actually that's what got me into performing at first. Yeah. Cause it was in middle school when I was like, I wanna rap this. I think it was at a not sure if it was at a talent show or whatnot. But like every year after that I rapped that song at like at like a pep rally or something like that. And they actually loved me doing it. And then I eventually got into performing my own stuff. And it was just, it's just really interesting to see because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got into rapping. I wouldn't have took it seriously. Um, and originally, my whole point of rapping was for me to be able to take whatever I learned and try to share it to other people. It was, that was pretty much like the goal at first. And honestly, as I've gotten older, I, I constantly try to like, see and try not to fall in the faults of like other people like i notice how like like how logic sometimes will like repeat lines even if he doesn't mean to i i try my best not to do that even though i do notice that i have my own filler words especially like when i freestyle and stuff like that filler words uh, be killer man bro i'm saying like hey they work <laughs> yeah they do they do but like at the same time i just try to learn and grow and then gain more words and try to be able to flip it or Put it like that, because honestly, I wouldn't really say I really got good, like like really good until probably like I would say like maybe like three years ago. But I've been writing since I was like like what twelve, thirteen. So yeah, it does take time. But I'm like at the same time, I think I can go back right now and say some of my stuff is trash. I'm like, eh, that's not good. Somebody else be like, nigga, you smoking. <laughs> You must be smoking the best type of weed. I don't know what you want. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's also part of the thing, yeah, of being critical of yourself as an artist. And at the same time, you never really stop growing. 
And that's one thing I also have to learn too, is that like, I have to understand what it is that I like. I have to recognize what my audience is. I have to recognize who I am to be able to portray to everybody else. So yeah, after that long monologue, that's that's my journey as an artist. No, I swear it's fine. Like we're all having flashbacks right, right now. Like, wow, this has really been the thing for like how long? But it's like, uh, yeah, man, dude, I can feel that. That's funny I even brought up Xbox, too. You know, that's where I uh, first discovered uh, Notorious B.I.G., I think, because they have biographies on each, like, artist. And it's like, so I was doing a look at the biography of Tupac and everything. It's like, he was killed by Notorious, no, saying, like, him and Notorious B.I.G. had beef and everything yeah. like that. And I look, pressed on, I started putting on some of the songs. So it was like, One More Chance came on. I'm like, this shit sounds familiar. This is that song my mom loves. Because that show would come on the radio. She'd be singing, like, One More Chance. And I'd be falling asleep. I don't know why. Come on at 12 o'clock every like right when the sun's yeah. going down and everything yeah. i'm like why is it always come this time and it's just like bro it felt like a lullaby i don't know why it's just i just love that song it's just like you know you know one more chance but you know enough out of that uh we got uh someone over here so i don't know your name off the top of my head my bad nino jack yes yeah, so nino jack uh you, you know following with the theme of what inspired you to really get into music and rap as a whole for sure so my great grandpa. Oh, let me he, just double check oh, and make sure it's recording. Yeah. I swear, if it's not freaking recording, like, cause that's some bullshit. If it does, oh no, no, it is. It is. We good. <laughs> all right, all right. We good. We good. So my great grandpa, he played piano, and like I know after church, I would always go over to his house. You know, what I'm saying he's trying to teach me, but I'm too young to pick it up. Like I remember really getting it, but I always loved hearing him play. So I know that inspired me in sixth grade. That's when I joined the band and I played saxophone. Like, and that really gave me my love for like classical and jazz music. Right. Like, that was really all I was listening to because I was so invested in band. And it was also, like, I kind of liked that grind. Like, I started out, I was ass. Like, I was so bad at playing. For real, for real, for real. But it's like, I just love having to put in that work. Like, having to scribe to be better. And I know, I never really, like, listened to a lot of rap music. But the first, believe it or not, the first thing I did here and I fucked with it was Four Yards Only by J. Cole. Word. Yeah. You like that project, bro? Yeah. yeah. I hate to say it, man. I love you, Cole. Actually, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, just to add on what you saying, man, I love you, Cole, but Four Yards Only is probably your weakest project, bro. I'll give you that. I'm sorry. I'm not appreciating it, bro. What, you want all the Cole projects sound the same? Like, what? Hold up. No. I love that project. Bro, I don't, I don't know. Like, changes, folding clothes, I, I don't know about it. They're hard, but it's like, man. Okay, folding clothes, folding clothes kind of weak. I'm not even going to hold you. Folding, fold, folding clothes kind of weak. Changes, though. No, but like, She's Mine Part 1 and 2 is fire. Yeah, that's like, like, yeah. like I, I'm sorry. I got to disagree with you on that. But to be fair, to say, to say Cole's weakest album, to be fair, that's like... You can't say anything's weak from him. That's it was just hella different. Like, nah, yeah. like relatively just, wise, I would understand maybe relatively. The only thing I didn't like it is just like you talking from a perspective of your. I mean, of course we talk about perspectives. I, I just, I just didn't want to hear that at the time from him. It was like sure. the hip hop needed hip hop, bro. You, yeah. you put this out. It was like you talking about perspective from your homeboy who did something else and this and that, and it don't have nothing to do with you. You just talking about it. You feel me? Feel so, it. so it's just like I ain't really like it like that. But back to bro, yeah. I, I mean, no, no, no. But it's like we, we gotta come back to this because yeah. I have so much. Back, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, that was, that was the first album, and I know like what really made me want to get in that space was the last song, Four Yards Only, the eight minute song. Yeah, that, 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 that's Bruh. Yeah, I'll give you that's, yeah. Like just sitting there listening to it, and you can literally like see what he's talking about, right. like the imagery. So it really was just inspiration. Like I felt inspired listening to that, right. and that's what made me want to rap. Like. 
how good I felt being inspired by that. I want to do that for other people. Exactly. I was like, oh yeah, I want other people exactly. to feel the same way listening to me. Yeah, so that's I really, exactly, I yeah, that feeling. that's exactly. what I'm saying. And I know that's what I'm just really trying to learn so I can put people on. You know right. what I'm saying? You can't yeah. just talk about nothing and inspire right. people. You right. got to know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's really what I'm trying to get at. No, I can feel that. I can feel that definitely. Like the sense of trying to inspire others is also really good. You know, like I know, like for my main core audience, I'm definitely trying to seek out for the people who are just like, you know, really down, kind of like depressed. And I know for my project, Ego Trip, it was mostly talking about mental health and everything. Yeah, it's just, it's just stuff of that nature. So it's like, you know, like when I review Ego Trip and everything, looking back at it, you know, I was really in a dark, dark space, but I was really trying to like still push the project out regardless. Um, It's just like, it just touches on stuff like depression. When people are very depressed, they have this sense of up be like grandeur at the same time just to pull them out of it but it's like it's false and it's right. so it's like one moment i'm like really really confident like oh yeah you know i'm like neji hugo i'm like mace windu or something like that you know mm-hmm. and then another moment's like oh dang i'm drowning or it's like oh man i can't live life in reverse it's just right. you know these are all the titles of the yeah, songs I, <laughs> I, say, I don't i don't mean i don't mean to diverge because that's very serious but those are very interesting people to be like, oh, yeah, I'm Mace Windu? That's a very interesting yeah. nigga to, to reference first. You know they were going to get Tupac to play Mace Windu at one point? But he died. They, he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tupac was going to play Mace Windu, but he passed away. You know, like, they were going to get him to play. Could you imagine, like... That would be... I'm not going to lie, that would be hilarious. But at the same time, he's a great actor. Yeah, I'm not saying... Could you... Crazy. But could you imagine Tupac just just punking out, like, Christian Hayden's him? Like, 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 nigga, I told you to stay here. We're going to deal with this on our own. It's like, this nigga... His his tape was trash anyway. I don't know. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair, if we did have Tupac, you wouldn't have the legendary Purple Saber. I feel like he would have gotten the Purple Saber. I I don't know. Jackson requested that specifically because he's like, I just want mine different from everybody else. Literally. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, actually... That, that was hard. That was I hard. feel like that would work with that Tupac, hard, too, yeah. bro. Like, I, I, I'm just grinning and thinking about, like, Tupac as Mace Windu. That would be... That'd be something yeah. different. Because he was kind of rising as an actor. Yeah, he was he, doing pretty well. Was, yeah. Dude, could you imagine Tupac being an actor right now? Could you see him, like, in the MCU or something like that? Man, he probably, oh, my goodness. He probably yeah. had an Oscar by now. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, maybe if three. He, if he, yeah, if he don't got one already, he so, probably definitely had have a couple. More than one. Oh, hell of you feel me? Oscar, when it comes to having them Oscars. No, for real though, for real though. I'm trying to think. It's just like I'm trying to think like what role I think would get him that Oscar though. Like, would he be like in a superhero movie or would it be like like in something nah, serious like Holly Berry? Like, nah, it has it, to be some. It has to be some crime drama type shit. You think crime? I think it would probably be like like you, yeah, like Will Smith or like a Will Smith role. Like, you know, I was thinking like maybe like Monsters Ball type vibe. You know, it's just like like I drama, it, very great. I was thinking like Pursuit yeah. of Happiness type. You know, like something yeah, he went through. Yes, Pursuit of Happiness, yeah, dude. But now we're we're messing up the whole process we're supposed to be asking what inspires you what inspires you sir state your name and what tell tell me what what inspires you sir um so uh j bands all right but um it was really all about my brother you know um my brother my homeboy part of bass game productions um always just wanted to make music so they were always making beats, and I was like, you know, just growing up watching them, like, you know what, I want to be a police officer. But then I was like, you know what, nah, this this culture, the culture how I'm feeling, how I want to move, how I want to inspire people, I want to do it through music. So instead of becoming a rapper or a lyrical artist, you know, I just put my pain or put my feelings through beats so that when you listen to the beat, it's like, okay, well, I know how you feeling. 
type. So um, basically, just same thing as Nino. Uh, started off in band. Um, think what it was first year. I've been playing the drums since I was like three years old. So um, got into the band. Started playing the trumpet. After the trumpet, played the French horn. And, um, you know, it was just all about just working. You know, I just always stay consistent with it. Um, playing the drum set, like I said, making more music. Just keep being consistent, making beats, making beats, making beats. My brother always told me, he was like, you're never going to be anything unless you're consistent with it. So keep going no matter whether it's, whether you think it's trash, somebody's going to like it. That's what he always told me. So, um I just I just had to put put my heart into it, you know, whatever you go through things or whenever you um have trials and tribulations, you know, it makes you even want to push harder and makes you want to go harder in the studio. So uh that's pretty much about it. Okay. That's wonderful. That's actually very, very good. You know, consistently, consistency for sure really, really helps with the process. You know, like that's the that's the main key. You could be the most trash rapper at one time, maybe like five years ago. But I swear you're consistent in building your craft, your vocabulary, bro. You know, five years ago, Lil Baby like was in jail in the process of five years at one time. And then now he's like one of the he kills every feature like Lil Baby. Four, three years now is definitely, he's already reaching like goat status, but it's just like, you know, he does, he definitely does fit the description. And it's like, you can't argue against that. And I think that's wonderful. That's just, that's very, very cool, man. Like, I swear, like, you know, like little Baby though, like I, as soon as I heard him like, like kill it, like with Drake in that one song and then kill it, like with J. Cole in that one song, I'm like, okay, I need to listen to more little Baby then. I've been sleeping on little Baby for a long time. Where have I been? song, bro. That's how you know where he is in the exactly. game. Yes. Exactly. And this is and this is like Boy. later on age Cole. Like Cole is like it's not just prime Cole. It's like Yes. This is Dreamville Cole. He has some heavy hitters under him. Yeah. Literally. And it's just he's surrounded by talent too. So it's just like, you know, it's just that stuff still motivates you to still be on your A game. Oh yeah. And it's just like it's not like OVO or I'm even gonna say even TDE too. I feel like Dreamville's a little bit more together. I love TDE. I know you gave me that look and just like yo, Kendrick. Like I know I already said like yeah, Schoolboy Q, Q and it's just like Shana, Isaiah Rashad. Absol come on now. Like, about it though is that like Kendrick is the baby of the group. In my opinion, he really is. In no, he's my a opinion. baby. Because think about it. You already had Ab. You already had J-Rock. J-Rock had a feature from Lil Wayne. That's bro. what I'm saying. Like, 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 bro was already out for like a minute. Like, at the same time, like, Kendrick was like the baby. You got Ab. You got J-Rock. You got everybody else on. Everybody else on the label has been out. And then like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're the youngest ones now. But like for the longest, he was the baby and he had to show his ass to be able to show everybody, yo, I am that Negro. With, yes. uh, with a digital underground, yeah, digital underground. Now bro. it's like, who even thinks about digital underground? I think about Tupac. It's like right. Tupac. Oh, you mean the place that Tupac started yeah, from? It's yeah. just like, man, right. it's like it really is killer, though, for real, man. Especially like where labels together. I saw like this one thing on Facebook. It's like, which one would you rather like go with, Suge or Diddy? And honestly, I'm gonna just take that nine to five because it's just like, yeah, because I know Diddy, like, because it's just like I'm not trying to talk shit about Diddy, but it's just like the way because you hear about the business. He made. He made. Um, Jadakiss and Styles P. He made he made Styles P and Jadakiss because they were all part of the Bad Boys group label. So, 
Diddy actually makes power moves in a way that is of finesse, not a power struggle. Whereas it's about extortion and it's about for real blood money when it comes into Shook. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, especially about the industry, you already got people that's keeping an eye into the industry because of how demonic it is or town to be. Because that image, everybody wants to be there. Everybody wants to be there, but it's really hard to get there first, and it's hard to stay up there because there's so many pressures. As you said, with the consistency, um, even though I'm, I'm, I'm a new addition to the podcast, my name is Poetic Justice. So, um, so I know about that consistency and wanting to be at the top. And like you said also about somebody's going to want to listen to that. So if you were part of a label that got 20 people, the percentages of five is already going to get you above it. You know what I'm saying? So that one percent, all it takes you to really get to that top. You know? Yeah. That's the cool way to look at it and everything. But I don't know. Dreamville is just different to me personally because it's just like even though it's new age, I feel like everybody you can already kind of see everybody's face. Like kind of, although we all know it's Cole's label and everything. Everyone has their own type of vibe. Yeah. And then it's just that's one. And then it's like two. It's just like you know everyone's just tight knit family. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a tight knit family. Like TDE feels like okay. Yeah. They're all together and they make songs sometimes. I was waiting for that black hippie tape for a while and that never came out we're on the third revenge of the dreamers going to the fourth and yeah i would say the difference between the two labels is that everybody really do got their own set like for example wu-tang i grew up on everything of wu-tang that is what put me on to everything even freestyling with teenagers when i was 12 you know what i'm saying so you have your sword you got your shield you got the head everything a part of tde you got kendrick that is about storytelling Ab Soul, Strictly Bar, Strictly Bar, J-Rock, he got a storytelling, but it's from a gritty, but it's from a gritty perspective, you know what I'm saying, when you got Dreamville, you got J-I-D, that is, that is a trippy type of, type of verse mindset, and you got Ari, that's the R&B sense of it, then you got, um, European. I'm gonna say, let me just speak on Boz too. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's just like I just really because Boz is what really drew me in the Dreamville as a whole. I'm like, wow, because like my brother tried to pull me on. I'm like, yeah, sure, it sounds like. But then I started listening to him more in college, and I'm like, it's weird. He sounds like a Brooklyn or a New York nigga, but it's like the sounds is so abstract. Like it's nothing I've ever heard before. Like it sounds like a mixture of like classical type music, but it's like you know. It's just, it's just different. It's like hip hop, but it's like ever, different. Have you ever heard the song from um, Bass and FKG, FKJ? He's like the new type of Kenny, um, oh, yeah, Kenny, yeah, yeah. Kenny FK, G. No, FKJ is so they did that song called Risk, and that type of sound is the type of sound that I've been trying to put on the people. You know what I'm saying? From coming from up north and then moving to down south, all you hear is about the Atlanta rappers and Southern rappers, and that don't really have much lyrics or bars. You know what I'm saying? All you really do, really need, is a four sentence structure to get in. In and out, deadly quick. Got your hook, verse, hook, verse. Easy, done right there. All you gotta do is write a solid hook and then good verse. That's it. Yeah. Good, you got one. Yeah, no, really. Like the whole songwriting process is like it's like a science at the same time. I be trying to time myself in between to kind of like try to put in what I can. I feel like that's what ruins my breathing sometimes too. Yeah, just try to like let it roll with the flow and just kind of roll with it as best as you can. But it's just like and then another thing is when you don't like like you say you try to rush yourself, say the word slowly and then see how you can like probably space that word out and then like 
kind of alternated, but you're saying the words, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you just yeah. do that. Just keep in mind for anybody that's future, not everybody's Busta Rhymes, okay? Yeah, it's just no, like, just yeah. chill ass with that. With yeah. like, <laughs> 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 no, like, that's, that's some real, that's a real fact, though, because I know growing up, I used to love, like, Eminem, Busta, Twister, all that, yeah. I used to love all of them that be able to spit, because I'm like, it just baffles me how you're able to say something so fast, exp- yes, Tech 9 especially, are you able to say something so fast, but at the same time, it's clear. That's the one thing I love, that it's clear. It's enunciated. Like, they go through everything, but they enunciate every single word. I'm just like, it is beautiful and baffling all at the same time. And at the same time, that's very true, because I know sometimes, I like to speed things up. I talk fast, especially like when I'm excited, as you can see right now. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. But it's like, at the same time, that is very true. You do have to learn how to breathe and space and break things down. Because if I don't, I would just constantly just go... Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's just so fire, but I can't keep up. Yeah, no, and that's true, and and that's a thing though, because it also hurts you as a new artist, because then it's like, yo, this sounds great, but I can't hear a damn word he's saying, because I know that used to hurt me a lot, too. I'm just like, because I literally have a verse on one of my songs where like I'm just going completely rapid like rap god like half of the damn song it was just like like that sounds nice I started off like for real just starting writing poetry right so like I said I was freestyling at age 12 with 16 18 rows right Writing, I then moved into a, a new, like a suburban area, so where education was more up there. So they really got me into intrigued with the module of poetry. With what you said, not everybody's a buster, not not everybody's a tech nine. Those are the type of people that make party tracks. You know what I mean? You want you try and get jump, you try and get hype and everything. For real, for real, I like the raps where you can like. For real, starting writing poetry and you're on stage with what I got, I have like a little bit of nerve, uh, stage fright in the beginning. But as soon as I'm drilling, if I don't enunciate, you're not gonna understand the bar, like, cause, cause I have in it, like, I got punchlines inside of the bar. You know what I mean? That's gonna connect later. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm not, if I'm not enunciating that important word, you're not gonna catch on. So. Especially when it's because when you write when you're doing poetry, doing all type of spoken word, you don't have no beat. They listen to you, everything in the raspiness of your voice, how you how your tone, how you for real say your words to say if you feel it or not. You know what I'm saying? It's just you and that mic. And I feel like as soon as you like 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 you said, as soon as you do get excited, and especially in the freestyle tone, you gonna you gonna fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You gonna fuck up. But as long as you be able to pick yourself up out your own struggle, out your own mud, and keep that going, you never stop. If you stumble on the word, you better you better create a rhyme out that stumble. No, yeah, that's facts though. Cause like that ass, I've stumbled plenty of times while rapping on stage, but I still. But the golden rule is keep going. Exactly. And at the same time, I'm like, damn, I fucked up. Like when I get off stage, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah you did good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like, I'm like, nobody caught that. I'm like, how did nobody catch that? July, let me tell you something. Every time you perform, I never try to. I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm just not a hater. I don't know. 
But I'm never looking at the flaws. I'm just looking at the energy, bro. That's and I'll be like, how can I emulate that same type of energy where just you just don't care no more and everything? <laughs> like, I'm on stage and everything. That's why sometimes I'll be like, with stuff that's written, I can, I can just look at what I'm writing and just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, maybe they can just hear like the words and everything, but it's just like, I ain't got to like focus on just move on my body or anything. Like, oh, oh, snap. Like, it's just like, you know, am I standing awkwardly or am I doing this like this or am I doing like this? Like, like my mom be going to the places. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I never get to just let it feel and just let it flow. Yeah, and I, I yeah. feel that. Because the only way that you can really get through that type of butterfly feeling is if you really make it personal to yourself. Because, like, for I'm only speaking about really Wu-Tang Clan because that really spoke volumes to me, all right? Cream. When you got Raekwon spitting first, and everybody can say this inside of his own group, they, they get chills down their spines every time they hear him say that. That's because it's personal and going down to him. Now, I don't know if you've seen me perform on stage when I was here, but... I will always set the tone. You don't expect me to be who I am to be coming out. As long as I got my message, you understand the message, and that at the end of the day, I do get an applause, but we all came together in one session to get this type of message I'm trying to relay, like a griot and the kids at a, um, a fire tale. I mean, that's what the real storytelling of hip hop should be, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, you know, that's great that you even bring up Wu-Tang. You know, the, I feel like the best personification of just not giving a damn in Wu-Tang is Old Dirty Bastard, I swear. When I used to yeah. study Old Dirty Bastard, he would just let it flow, but it still was, like, eloquent. It was right, his own yes. style. When they say, like, he has no father to his style, you really, he yeah. lives it and everything. Just, yeah, he's the old, he's the OG of his style. He really is. And it's just, like, you know, like, I I, I could, like, give, like, a many examples there, but it kind of been a while since the last time I was doing a Wu-Tang song. Like, I used to listen to stuff religiously through high school. Everybody was on that Drake stuff and everything and I like Drake too but Wu-Tang that's what it was at. Old Dirty Bastard I feel like I just had more of like a connection with really cause it's just like you know it's like I always had struggles with just trying to like blur it just let it go and everything I feel like he just he just kind of went with it and he would just like kind of harmonize with it too when you think about it Old Dirty Bastard is a father to a lot of these melodic rappers nowadays in a sense He's like the grand master type, but it's just, I'm not trying to like put dirty his name, like, oh yeah, he's, a, he's not like that, because like when he would like be in the middle of just be kind of like hum and harmonize with it too, it just kind of welcomed that in. It's just like, oh wow, this kind of sounds hard. It's just like, you know, like he ain't no, he wasn't like a thug or whatever. He was old, dirty bastard. He was just a rapper. He just went on with it, you know? It's just, yeah, that 1%. All he really needed is that 1% to make it inside that stream. And by the, by the time dude was in jail, a lot of the Wu Tang albums were starting to lose quality. And like, honestly, it was just not qualitative but it yeah when he died too so it's like people just, it was kind of hard to get in because it was just like everybody has their own parts they kind of like they got to form yeah. like voltron you know like voltron can be walking out without a foot and everything like you gonna fight you ain't got no foot man it's just like it's just like it's just it's just stuff like that so it's just like okay on to the next question i know we've been rambling on for like a while over a whole lot of stuff which is good it's all it's all good stuff it's all good stuff yeah what do you want to do it's like it's like a freestyle session Freestyle session. We could probably say that it's already 42 minutes and I know like we're supposed to do like multiple questions and everything about like okay what inspires you yeah. and then like the next part is just like where you see yourself in the we're just saying for like two questions you think we do a part two like probably cut this down to like about 50 and just do and then cover in the next one you want to just schedule another time to do this or like what you just want to just do it right after back to back matter, trying to do back to back all right cool i mean as long as we all got time i got no classes today so it's like i'm, I'm just here for the, for yeah, so who, who got classes today i'm leaving though what time like 
after this meeting. Yeah, I'm not oh. saying I got cash and check. Okay, that's fine. Uh, all right, that's fine. Um, well, it's only two thirty-six and everything, so it's like um, last question, and it's just like you know, where I'm not saying like where do you see yourself in five years, cause like whatever, but it's just like amongst the obstacles, and you ain't got to stay your obstacles if you want to, but it's like you know, currently, you know, do you feel like music and just rap as a whole and everything? Where do you feel like it can take y'all? In the next like ten years, if y'all really like, and like I'm 23 right now and everything, I didn't even think I'd be able to drop a project this year until I really, really like fueled it into doing that. But it's like, where do y'all feel like music can take you over the future? It'll be ten years, twenty years, where where do y'all see yourself in the future? Like, I'm gonna give y'all time to think. God knows, like, but if I, <laughs> all right, cool, you already got it, you already got it. Okay, all right, cool. I'm gonna just start off, you know, just so you can articulate your your thoughts and everything. Um, so it's like you know, considering how my past and everything, I fell out with a lot of people who. I thought were really cool with me, who I thought were like, you know, my friends, people who are really, you know, trusted and loved and everything. Um, I feel like despite like with every conflict and every, you know, desert, I feel like I had to mend through like music was like that oasis that kind of just really just really served as like salvation for me. And it's just like in the future, I could really see like if I really, really work hard, if I really, really apply myself and stay consistent and keep my mind positive and just focus on the ball. It's just like, hey, you already got one project out. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it pushing. I know maybe like financially you might not be at the best place right now. It don't matter. And everything, you can still be able to like you know architect yourself and just like build what you got to build and script whatever you got to script to get to the next level you know it's just like you know i could really see this as being like the thing that really like that really could feed my family if it could i don't put all my cards on that and everything but i feel like i really could see this as being like something i could really use to really uplift others who were like really really down themselves and think it's just like oh man when i put a toe csv track on it's like you know i he just gets me like it's like yeah i'm going through those same things i can really get through this stuff too like i ain't got to be like this forever and everything and it's, it all calls back to eminem song what was it sing for the moment i think it's just like you know all the people you know that just sit around wishing they died yeah, until they yes. until they put a song on and they just they they, they vibe, vibe they sit and they vibe and it's just nothing, nothing to you but where the fucking shit nails yes yes and it's just it's really really good shit it's just like because it's like you know you could really really change somebody's life with this you know and it's like for my case i see it as just like just giving back to the universe you know like thank you for giving me something that kept pushing in a very difficult spot you know inner city kid black kid you know you're already a statistic as it is your father's not in the home and everything you basically become like a like a unofficial parent to your to your younger siblings and everything like that you know and it's just like but at the same time you got your stresses too and everything so like when music can really really save you from that you have to give back you know anything that gives you like a reason whether if it's martial arts whether if it's anime something you gotta give something back and I'm just a firm believer in that you gotta give something back i feel like i feel like i took that first step with my dropping my mixtape and everything set on my soundcloud i've been trying to say it for many years i'm gonna get this out i'm gonna get this out now i actually do it where i go from here don't matter just keep it pushing you know just keep it pushing so it's just like you know where i gonna see myself in the many years i really can't say however but i hope to be in a happy place i hope to be in a place where it's just like you know um where i can see that music has been taking me to a place where it's like okay everything's fine everything's good you know you you can feed your family you can do this you can do that and if it doesn't even bring me to like being like famous or whatever who cares you know it's all that matters is i express myself i put yeah and that you're happy at the end of the day so it's like you know i'm gonna pass this on to poetic justice you know yeah um 
In five years, I mean, music to me is just a need of an escape. Even when I first started writing and rapping, it was just stuff going on in my life where I just really needed to just get angry and just spit out how I was really feeling. And as long as I forever do that, my words is always going to be prosperous, right? But not to not to shit or piss on anybody else's rap dream or anything like that. Speaking of the, the statistics of being black, first of all, somebody's already going to expect you that you know how to rap, make a beat or whatever, right? So how I was raised is that if you're not going to pick up a ball, you're going to go into school. I'm a nursing major. So I got years inside of school that I got to focus on, right? But even when I am focused... You, you you always take a shower. You always want to have those studio sessions with yourself for 30 minutes and always spit up and practice your bars. And that's what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? There's been times where I'm like the most saddest person and you will not see me. And But I am writing. You know what I'm saying? There's um And like you said about keeping it pushing. I haven't fully put out a song yet. But I put my own verses on them, and they sound too tight to the to the fact where I don't like rapping with the people that I'm rapping because they not on my level of style. It's good to have confidence on this shit on. It's not right. <laughs> so I mean, as as long as like I have like a crew with me, right? For an example, you just said that we gonna have a cipher. I'm all for it i'm the type of dude that's going to be 30 years old having a turntable in his living room just because you know what i'm saying because when i was 13 i was scratching you know what i'm saying so that hip-hop that that beat line for real on that four track is in my heart and that's never going to leave so as long as i'm here on this earth there's going to be words coming out of my throat that's going to be meaning something to, to kids to adults to even elders because i did performances for poetry and that that gave me enough confidence to say that i can keep on going with what i did because i for real put years in this i got days and nights even afternoons while i'm eating lunch trying to figure out how i'm going to make this work not for myself but for real for my family you know what i'm saying i put my own hands in the dirt for them you know what i'm saying i'm my own slave for, for my family i want to make sure that we all prosper because why we all blood at the end of the day from where I see myself, man. Shit, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I see myself actually doing what I'm doing now, but actually doing that shit. Like, like, I, like he was saying, like I take my, I take it seriously. I, like I said, I don't try to downplay nobody, but like you, you gotta have that confidence and carry yourself as, as an artist and be like, oh yeah, I'm one of the dopest niggas. I'm one of the illest niggas doing this shit. To you feel me? That's what I just use as my. That's what I use as motivation But I see myself actually making it Like I said I'm in a uh, With the label and everything I feel like I'm around a group of guys That that are good Like they know what they doing From start to finish Like we just gotta figure it out Everything takes time And I mean I'm the youngest So for me it's just like I think I believe it You know when you're young You believe anything I'm not saying that It's not gonna happen At the same time You know you gotta uh, Think realistically But yeah, With all seriousness I believe I, I, I'm real beyond In the industry part Being labeled as One of the greatest Who knows I, I'm The greatest at what I don't know But just know I'm gonna be the greatest At what I do Honestly the one thing that's always plagued me when it comes to rapping, music, or anything that I do in general, it has been consistency. If consistency is key, that means I'm locked out. 
Because honestly, I love rap. I love music. It's been my muse. It's allowed me to be as joyous as I can be. It's allowed me to express the depths of my soul. It's allowed me to know what it is that I can be, what can I achieve, what can I, what I can imagine, how I can formulate real life into words and express it. And honestly, the only thing I can say is that right now, with my consistency currently, I don't see me getting far. If I work on my consistency, if I make myself consistent when it comes to making music, learning about it, releasing it, then I see myself at the top of the game. If I'm just if I'm just being honest, I'll bring up everybody I can. FaZe get that before me, I'm sure he's going to bring me up. If I get that before FaZe, I'm bringing up FaZe. Exactly. Same thing Poetic. Same thing with OG. Same thing with Jay. Same thing with Toasty. That's how it should be. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody can't eat. That's the thing. Yeah. Can't. Gotta have to hear everybody talk. I'm just saying, gotta put your finger on. Because <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. then it'll be in the echo. Well, we gotta the finish up, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's yeah, all right. Yeah, I was gonna say is that music is in my life's blood. And no matter what I do in my life, I always want to go back to music. Whenever I hear somebody else spit something hard, I'm like, okay, bet. I'm here for it. I want to be on this energy right now. Whenever I'm feeling sad, whenever I go through life, I know that no matter what, I have the words at the end of the day. Now I just have to take the words and actually show the world what the words mean. So, honestly, I see myself doing great things with music. I see myself maybe in the next five, six years already already being on levels that I never thought I would get to. If I'm just being honest. Yeah. That's me. I feel that, bro. I'm still early in the process, so we talking like five years. I'ma still be working. You know what I'm saying? Growing to where I wanna be. I wanna be the realest rapper niggas ever heard, bro. Like and I'm trying to get educated, get right spiritually. Like I I want to put my soul into it. Like, you hear this, and you can feel what I'm saying. You physically feeling everything that I'm saying to you. So that's really what I'm going to be on, just just working. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own journey, and comparison is a thief of joy. So I'm saying you can't look at what somebody else is doing like, oh, he's already here. Why am I not there? You know what I'm saying? Walk your own path. You're going to get there. Come on now. Nobody in this room took the same path, so. I'm saying you just got to do what you can do best. And um, same thing with Nino. You know, I'm 19 years old, so I'm just going to keep working. My main goal is by the time I graduate, I'm at least somewhere successful. It don't matter how much money I got. It don't matter where I'm at. But every day I live by the motto, never quit, because I'm never going to stop. Came, came from nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I can't stop. Too much stuff to look back to. You feel me? So, you know, music has always been a part of my life. You know, how I cope with life, how I cope with anything. You know, just keep making music, keep making beats. Every day I try to get at least three beats out. Every day, every day. Um, yeah, man, but it's just consistency at the end of the day. You got to keep going. Whenever you don't even want to go, you still got to go. The days you don't want to go. 
Them days you don't want to go, them be the days that you need to do it. You feel me? Even if it's terrible, like I said, like I tell you, put it out to the world. Just out there. As long as you got that out, it's, it's going to be something. And there's always going to be people that are going to hate on you. Don't even think for a second. But if they're not hating on you, or they're not doing like what they got to do, try to shut you down or try to take your light away from you, just keep in mind what you're doing is that means you're doing the right thing, you know? And nine times out of ten, people not hating. They just don't know what they want or like. They opinionated and biased as hell. So people don't know how to think for themselves in this generation nowadays. So you feel me? You got some good ones, but the ones that do, they recognize real. Just to keep in mind, like people used to hate on me in high school thinking I was a nursery rhyme rapper. Not because of like it was just that that's what they all thought personally, just because as soon as one guy says something, everybody just has to follow with it. You know, some people just don't have enough brain cells to process a lot of things, you know. Like, I don't agree with that. I agree. Well, we all agree. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Like you need you need to have people around you that agree with you all the time. Like Jesus, it's just like like he sucks. And speaking of that, man, like like he was saying, you can't you don't want to have a bunch of yes men around you. Like I remember like coming up, like I used to have oh people oh yeah that's hard that's hard that's hard. And it's like I'm like nah, bro. And that, uh, this can't be hard. Like yeah, everybody can. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? So so you feel me? You just gotta pick and point and know which ones that that's good for you. And you feel me? And the people that you see genuinely like are like touching like what is the word? Genuinely uh, engaging with you and you having like a full blown conversation, a full out like interaction with one another and it's like on a, you feel that energy is on another level it's just like you need to keep those people connected to you and you always need to make sure that you just you know stay connected with them yeah man and always keep in mind the difference between constructive criticism and people hating can people who are constructively criticizing you are going to detail on what's like yes. up with the project like i know like with me like some people are just like oh yeah you know it sounds really good you have a whole lot of lyricism in it however you run out of breath a whole lot just focus on breathing hard. i'll go hold up i just gotta just gotta finish this up and uh you know just keep that all in mind you know it's just like you know it's just people that are hating on you they'll say things like oh yeah you stink or whatever and it's just it's not followed with anything and it's just like you that's don't focus your energy on that but we're going to do a part two of this in a little bit. You know, just got to move some things around. Uh, yes, just keep, stay tuned for this in the future. Definitely. This is episode 17, I think, or whatever. Yeah, very long stuff right here. Thank you. <laughs>